Hey, you're starting with the bars today. Griselda. Hey, let's show you listen to Griselda. Benny the Butcher. I'm with Nichelle. Hey, look. You got to get the bars in it sometime. You know what I'm saying? I'm eating caviar off Chibata that chopped in. Okay. When I quit the guys, I fed off narcotics, then got slim. Uh-huh. My style mixed with Bodie James now. To pop then? All right. Compare me to no nigga that's not in the top, top 10. Woo! You know, like weird rapper shit. Uh-huh. And ain't not near half as this. Me? Be in my ear capping while I'm focused on it. Hey, look. Welcome to another episode of Live at the Family Barbecue. The Q. It's your boy. A Walter Sultan and Imani Shani. You said that was Benny the Butcher you just played? Lil Benny. I meant to play him at the end. I was listening to last week's episode and I was supposed to play some of his at the end of last week's, but I forgot. Really? Yeah. You ain't tell the people. Um, <clears throat> you opened up for that nigga? Yeah, I did. I opened up for a Benny the Butcher <laughs> with my guy, Devin the Ripper in Portland. We didn't put that in the episode. Maybe nah. Hey, give it up one time. <laughs> Nigga, oh. that's the funny <laughs> drum. Damn. Give me the applause. What is wrong with you, my nigga? <laughs> that's why. That so that's why fun. you. That's why you not on the boards, Nikki. What is we doing right now? I'm sorry, bro. These glasses ain't got prescription in them. Nah, but uh, yeah, real quick. That Benny the Butcher album is harder. You know, if you wanna. Switch it up from the, uh, you know, super turn up workout. Yeah, whatever, nigga. Your album is hard. Hey, we got a new one coming out soon, too. Back though. I'm excited. When is it going to be out? Uh, The one me and Devin doing should be out in the end of May. Which country messes with you the most? Early June. Besides the U.S.? Besides the U.S. (laughs) Hey, you know what's crazy? It's Romania. Shout out. So I got a lot of fans in Romania. It's like the wildest so shit ever. Random. It is. It's the wildest shit ever. But I they, knew it was somewhere random, but I didn't know where. That's they, funny. They really fuck with me, bro. Like, I really can't wait to do a show in Romania. Like, just me in front of, like, a million white people. And they're just rocking out. I know that's out. right. That's when you kind of know you made it when, like, other. It's like, it's almost like when Michael Jackson went somewhere else and they don't even speak your language. But, but they, they just know all your music. It's like that thing. Of course, you know, you want the, the respect of my, my good black brothers and sisters. But I feel like you really, really know when you go to like a different country, even if it's Africa or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they just don't know your language. And you can just be like, yo, you the shit. Vibing. I yeah. agree. But what's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing good, man. Damn. Just out here. Sirens going crazy outside <laughs> downtown L.A. <laughs> You know, at St. Amelia's, I had a teacher. Whenever we heard a siren, she used to, like, stop class and make us pray. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I went to Catholic school until uh, my sophomore year of high school. Hey, Catholic school is either one of the coolest experiences or one of the weirdest experiences ever. Catholic school is different. Definitely is different. But it's definitely engraved in my mind. But they definitely got a lot of money, so it's always... You always taken care of when you go to them joints, Loki. That's a Fendi. What's our first story of the day? Man, it's one that's a little wild to me, my boy. 
Oh, you got a chance to. She been over there for a cool minute, too. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> I didn't even know how long she had been over there until I opened up the article. But we are talking about Brittany Grinder. 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 Um, who has been held in a Russian prison for having a vape pen for 40 days now. Right. 40 Should days. Coming back. And. Yeah. Sheesh. One, I was like, I didn't even know. I, I, I got to see the laws. I didn't know you couldn't have a vape pen. Like, I guess coming from over there. I mean, I don't, I don't smoke, so I don't know. I wouldn't have one anyway. But <clears throat> just knowing that, I was like, but locked up though. That just seems a little bit harsh. But it's almost like, what was the, you know, all those countries got weird things because, like you said, the gum thing. Like, what happens in Singapore if you got gum? In Singapore, say? I, I don't remember, and I don't want to. You know what? I have a whole computer in front of my face. Yeah, because it's just like all of these weird rules. Because I just re- used to remember like people. I remember uh, Simba used to tell me stuff about. Uh, Simba is my boy. He's from South Africa. But he used to tell me stuff about uh, Zimbabwe and how they used, like they would have like a community, not community trials, but they'd have, what is it called? Like uh, community something, something. I don't know. I'll just say trial for lack of a better word. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like if you did something stupid, he would say like if you did something stupid, they'll just they'll all just fuck you up. Like <laughs> it was on the community, like they just do. So I know all countries got like little different things they do. But so I just looked it up. So basically, yes, under the Singapore gum law, if you are caught selling or importing chewing gum, you could face a hefty fine or a jail sentence. They didn't say how long, though? They did not say how long. <laughs> Indefinitely locked off a chewing gum. All I need to see is that you could face a jail sentence for me to know, oh, they're not playing. Oh, like, overseas, you're going to jail, too. Yeah, like, like, we don't need to find. It was so funny because I was literally up. at that airport looking for some gum. I'm like, man, why I ain't got no gum? Like, why my ears pop on the flight? And then I was like, mm. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> Yeah, I no, forgot. That's, that's real crazy. But yeah, it's just been wild. It's been very quiet. I think it's been a lot of people talking about, like, why aren't they talking about it more? I tried to find an article, but I think her family kind of said they was trying to do it quietly because they, they didn't want it to get too much attention. Or, I don't know. It was something like weird. They're like, they're trying to handle it on the back end. Mm. So they don't want it to become this big thing. I guess, especially with everything going on with Russia and Ukraine and. Yeah. You don't want nobody to power trip, you know what I'm saying? Because now they look at it as it's like this big publicized thing, you know what I'm saying? So I guess uh, that's where her family was at with it in terms mm. of. Uh, so I got to find that article, but that was what they said. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, we just got to pray for her. Yeah, we just got to pray as well. And it's like, I mean, I can even say like I've been places and I haven't looked up every single one of their laws. You know what I mean? But. It is mad important because even something as simple as chewing gum or vape pen, like we might not take it as a big deal out here, but you don't, you got to look up other countries. Like That's true. It's a very light thing, but it's something that's real. Yeah. So yeah, we play for Brittany Grind. I will say this though. Whenever a nigga got locked up when Trump was in office, that nigga came back home ASAP. Biden need to step his game up. Let's... You putting too much dip on your chip. Let's not say hey, every nigga. Hey, look, ASAP. Let's not. Hey, look, ASAP Rocky, home. You remember when the uh, Ball Brothers? Remember he got locked up in China because he stole. Something? I I didn't I didn't know he had stole stuff. He stole something uh, like a uh, some Chinese store, like 
I don't know if it was in an airport too or something, but they called him and I was like, bro, I was like, bro, you are, you on a whole basketball scholarship and you did that? But anyway, got him back. Wait. I feel like it was someone else too, but those are the two I got off the top of my head. I remember ASAP Rocky and wasn't it Kodak? No, he Kodak? just uh, he pardoned him from jail. Mm. <laughs> Time out, bro. I just looked up the sentence for the chewing gum thing in Singapore. I just had to tell you this. Selling gum. It's the max. $100,000 fine or a prison sentence of two years. Gum, niggas. Yo. <laughs> Spooky season. That's Yo, crazy. for gum? For gum. I thought student loans was bad. <laughs> if you get 100000 fine for chewing gum, that's real crazy. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. That's really, really, really wild, bro. That's a little wild. What we got next? My man Cap is actually started working out. I don't know. I guess he's been posting videos working out and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Past couple weeks. Uh, people saying he's, uh, you know, in good shape. Um, say his talent, fitness, readiness, skills is all there. My only thing with this, I don't think Cap has played in like, Four or five years. Mm-hmm. And I fuck with Cap. That's my man. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if after five years, like, I think it just might be a wrap, yo. If you've been off for five years? Yeah, I'm just thinking about it like any job. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. they ain't let me back in this joint. It's clearly, it's kind of clear they don't want me. Now, you know, it's up to him. Like, he, you know, that's not saying he can't work out or do whatever he want to do. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying, <clears throat> not saying that, but I'm just talking about from a spectator. Look, I don't think they, I don't think nobody's picking him back up. You don't think I so? I think you got a lot of those rich white guys that spent like the last four or five years trying to, uh, you know, really quiet down all the stuff that he kind of brought out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like the kneeling and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. Of course, we had Eminem kneel during the uh, halftime show and things like that. But they've been really fighting, like, the public battle to try and prove they ain't racist and <laughs> all of that. And I just think, honestly, I just think just looking at it from their perspective, they probably like, if we bring him back, it's, like, almost going to be an automatic reminder of what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I mean, of course, think, you know. He he should be able to play. Well, I mean, he should have been able to play five years ago. So mm-hmm. it's not like now he should be able to play. But I just don't know if anybody's going to do it at this point. You know what I mean? Do you think it's worse if they don't let him play or if they do? Uh, I just think in a, from a publicity standpoint, mm-hmm. I think, like, it's quiet on cap right now. You know what I'm saying? So they don't – there's nothing to really – they're not talking about it. Mm-hmm. So I think the only way it comes up, and that's what I'm saying, is if they bring him back. Mm-hmm. That's like, you know, all of this. And, you know, you got you to gotta start answering those questions again. Oh, why was he out for so long? And da 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 and this and that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, I, I don't personally think it's going to happen. But, you know, shout out to Cap. Hopefully he get two more seasons of that Netflix show, you know, because they just did him all the way through high school. You need the college portion of him. Mm-hmm. And you need the NFL portion of him, so I'd probably focus on that low-key. But, yeah. you know, it's probably – it's still a love of his, you know what I'm saying? Because especially since he – damn near, I think he had to retire at, like, 29, basically. But but how old is he? Maybe younger than that, no? Because he might yeah, – maybe, like, 33-ish. 
34? Mm. So, yeah, maybe it was like 29. I think he'd been out for like five years or so, four or five years or so, maybe. Mm. But, yeah, anyway, shout out to Cap, man. We'll see what happens. But, hey, if we don't get that Cap, make sure we get those two new seasons of your show on Netflix. <laughs> I actually watched the first one with uh, my mom. It was pretty good. It was cool. The first season or episode? Uh, the first season. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was, it was pretty cool. He's 34. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think he probably been out for like maybe four or five years because I think he stopped playing at like twenty nine or something like that. Okay. Wow. Now, sis, um, what? I was really, really. This was wild when it popped up on my timeline. Mm-hmm. But Amanda Bynes, we remember Amanda Bynes. She was on all that. Mm-hmm. What else was she on? I mean, everybody remember her for all that. Yeah, she just had, like, her spinoff movies that she did. Um, I don't know if they were either... I don't know if it was through Disney or some other platforms or whatever, but that's all I really remember her from is all that and then her spinoff movies. Bro, when I tell you I fuck with that whole all that cast, bro, like... I know, me too. Is that up on demand anywhere? Like, can you watch all the that's seasons a, of all that? That's a great question. I don't know, but we need to figure that out. Man, demand, 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 <laughs> man. <laughs> No way. It was a Good couple time. other joints, too. Like, I was thinking about, like, I want to be able to watch Are You Afraid of the Dark? Like, all mm-hmm. of those. Um, like, Rug Ra- Like, do, does Nickelodeon even have a streaming platform? They on what? Oh, Paramount TV. Oh, I was going to say, I yeah. knew I had seen them somewhere. That Maybe makes sense. Maybe it is on Paramount. I don't but know. do they have all the seasons up, you know? Oh, yeah. We got to check on that. The cartoons that they got now don't hit. Like the, the cartoons and the shows do not hit like let all me, of that. Let me throw this at you though. Rugrats, SpongeBob. Let me ask you this though: Is it because you're an old ass nigga though? Um. <laughs> um maybe you just maybe you just grown as fuck and the kids love the cartoons. Um. Shut up. <laughs> uh. No, that's not it. Okay. Listen. That was just good t- TV. Man, don't. You making me get all messed up and jumbled in my words because you want to call me old nigga. Shut up. No, because no, I'm thinking about because you know like when dad and mom would watch our cartoons, they'd be like, oh, man, this is some bullshit. But you know what I'm saying? We liked it. And they talking about Thundercat and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? The Jetsons. I don't know what they was watching. <laughs> I fuck with the Jetsons though. Low Why key. you out here lying? Low key. You know what I'm saying? Like they was watching shit like that. But but they was like, yo, right? like, you know, they, I mean, they ain't really fuck with the cartoons we was watching like that because it was kind of past their generation. But I watch older stuff, too. Like, I used to watch I Love Lucy faithfully, like, stuff like that, like, um, older shows, too. Like, I used to watch stuff like that, too. Right, but that's what I'm saying. I think we like the older shit, but I think all of whatever generation it is don't necessarily fuck with the newer shit. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It's almost even like that with music, like where you got like the super lyrical niggas like that don't fuck with like shit that they consider Maybe mumble sure. rap and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you might not fuck with the old stuff as much as you fuck with your shit, but you'll probably fuck with it a little bit. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I don't like 80s rap as much as I like 90s and 2000s rap, but I still listen to it. You yeah, know? I agree. So, but anyway... We didn't even talk about Amanda. We just started, <laughs> we started running off on all that. But anyway, she had a nine-year-long uh, 
conservatorship. I always conservatorship. get conservatorship. Yeah. Uh, was terminated, but it was terminated on Tuesday, four months after Britney Spears' high-profile conservatorship was abolished. Um, so I guess the gist of that is. Oh, let me read the key facts for y'all. Bonds was not present at her Tuesday hearing, according to uh, Variety. Bonds' attorney, David E. Esquibius, told Forbes on Monday he expected the court to terminate the conservatorship. Mm. Ventura County Supreme Court, right up the street, issued temporary ruling Friday, according to Los Angeles Times, writing that the conservatorship is no longer required and that grounds for establishment of a conservatorship of the person no longer exists. Bynes is 36 now. 36. Uh-huh. Filed to end her conservatorship of person and estate last month, an agreement which, which was managed by her mom. So I guess her mom was in charge of this one, Got whereas it. Britney Spears' father was in charge of his. Uh, and then the last point is a squeebius. Uh, told Variety on Monday that Bynes is excited for her conservatorship to end and that we're all excited and we're all anxiously looking forward to a man to live in a life as a private and normal citizen. That's interesting because I feel like she's been private and normal for a long time. I haven't heard anything about Amanda in a long time. Yeah. Because I guess the conservatorship, when that's lifted, that means you get access to your own money and all that kind of stuff again. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Brittany couldn't touch none of her money. I guess she was like damn near on allowance yeah. for her father. So yeah. I guess this just means. Now, is that usually, I think, I mean, the one for Brittany was because I guess she was having like mental health type stuff and mm-hmm. they were saying that, but it was like, yo, like she been good. Like they should have been gave her, her stuff back. So. Mm-hmm. I don't know what Amanda was going through that day. Thought yeah. that it's just interesting. Like a lot of those childhood, you know, actors and entertainers and stuff go through stuff like this. That's like the only thing where I'd be like, I'm glad I wasn't rich when I was like 13. Like, no, bro, it's that's that true. Shit, that's your pressure, bro. I was gonna say that too. Like they, a lot of the childhood actors went through a lot, like a lot, a lot, and it's weird how how um, similar a lot of the things they went through are or a lot of um, the, the things that they deal with now, like the mental health issues or the drug abuse, da 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 Like, it's mad weird how um, how similar a lot of them are in that way. Like, it's pretty mm-hmm. sad. But I heard, like, I don't know, I heard different productions and different sets and different higher-ups were, like, very strange with um, the kids back in the day, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, that's why it's like, I know I feel like I agree with what you said, like I'm happy we didn't have that when we were younger, but I just feel like you, dad, mom, like even me doing acting, like you guys have always been like very involved and very hands on. So it's just like, I feel like if you get into it, yeah, you gotta have family because you could get taken advantage of. Family for real. Y'all, I... um. I feel like we could we could move on, but I feel like some of this will tie into our last one. Well, I don't know if the Kodak thing is last, but I feel like some of it will tie into it. Like kind of, you know, un, not unconsciously, but, you know, a little bit. But, yeah, shout out to Amanda, though, man. She is uh, she is a legend in my book, you know what I mean? Like she, she's Agreed. somebody who made our childhoods fun and funny, and, you know, you hate to see people like that that you, uh, you know, 
that was so important to your childhood going through stuff like that. So yeah. shout out to her. I'm glad she's back on her feet. Happy for you, girl. Yo, listen. So what's what's the easiest money you've made? What's the, the easiest money you made this year? Easiest. This? <laughs> My job. Yeah, I feel you. Because it's fun. I love that. Yeah, yeah, that, that's fun. No, that's true. Yeah, that is true. I probably said my job too. I did some hand modeling for like three hours. My mm, face wasn't even in it. Easiest money I've ever made. That's a good one. What about you? This nigga been having to work hard this whole life. <laughs> I've been grinding my whole life, nigga. <laughs> Shit, I can't even think of nothing. So, like, the easiest job? I feel like you haven't, you haven't really had easy, like, um, you haven't really had easy, I mean, that I can think of. Like, no, because all my stuff is fun, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I, I don't think, like, something like you just said, like, hand modeling, like, I mean, yeah, that's, like, that's fun, but it easy. is technically, like, super, super, like, I guess super easy compared yeah. to, like, you doing the runway or yeah. a three-hour photo shoot or something like that. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> damn, that's a good question. I got to think about that. We'll probably circle back. Mm. But anyway, there is a man by the name of Shoji Morimoto. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> Just hearing you pronounce things. And he gets paid to fuck with strangers. Wow. Like just to be their friends, be their plus ones. So for years, there's been a cottage industry in Japan and South Korea of renting strangers to impersonate friends, family members or other acquaintances as a way to save face at social functions where plus ones are expected. So did you guys ever see that movie with uh, Kevin Hart and the uh, white guy with the curly hair where he Kevin Hart, uh, he had a company where you could you basically pay him to be your best man. I know what you're talking about. I don't that know if I saw that. It was funny too. It was kind of funny. That's one of Kevin Hart better joints. Yeah, I don't know if I saw that. And I think it could be anything. Like you could pay him to be your best man. Like you know anything to go to a game. Like he made a whole business out of it. Yeah. So this is what I'm kind of thinking about. So some of this guy's gigs, uh, he listens to healthcare workers describe the mental health toll of the pandemic. He waited at the finish line of a marathon for a client who wanted to see a familiar face at the end of the race. One Why are you wo- laughing? This hey, is the real thing. One woman hired him to accompany her as a as she filed for divorce papers. Was like, nigga, I hope you could fight, nigga. Then random random nigga pulled up to your divorce. Wait, he once sat with a client for a hem. I guess it's a hemorrhoid surgery consultation. Okay. <laughs> Morimoto often finds his clients don't want the burden, want to burden people they care about with their needs. Even if people look normal and fine on the surface, they often have shocking past or secrets or impossible problems. People who come to me with crazy problems, they're usually not people who look like they're suffering. Everyone, even the ones that seem well, all have their own set of problems and secrets. That's true. Hmm. That's very true, actually. I think it's a lot of people who don't have just friends, bro. Like, people, they really, really... I think we take, like, 
I think all of us are kind of outgoing individuals to some some extent. Yeah, it's a lot of people. I like I like even think to some people in college that I knew, and it was just like, yeah, I could, like, he's very introverted. Like, cool if you got like, kind of bring it out of him, but I could see like some people now that I read that that just have trouble like might have trouble finding people to do things with. Yeah, yeah. No, that is true. I can, I can kind of see that. I feel bad laughing now. You should. <laughs> That's people's real life. You over here. <laughs> I do. I really feel bad. I apologize, but uh, no, that's 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 interesting, and it's always a way to make make money, isn't it? <laughs> My goodness, yeah. So shout out to him. That's big, though. Shout out, yeah, shout out to him, man. But um, you are so hilarious on accident. No, I mean check on some of the people that you think are quiet these days, though. That's a fact, man. I think yeah. Check on check on some of them. Tell them what's up, but shit. Hey, yo, true story. One time I was so broke, like five. Six years ago, that mm-hmm. I low key did. Where's this going? I signed up on some site to be somebody's friend. You lying, man? I did. Then I deleted it real quick. I was like, oh no, it ain't that bad. <laughs> you signed up to be someone's friend, so you. Hey, hey yo, we're I gonna forgot. do the same exact thing. I was about to do the same exact thing. I forgot the name of the site. I was like, yo, I'm fucking down bad, my nigga. Like, what the fuck we finna do? You know, you you had a, ever had those moments where it's like, nigga, where the money gonna come from? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yo, I signed up on that shit for like two minutes, and I was like, man, fuck out of here, nigga. I'm good. Wow. Wow. It's a true story. Um, look how far you've come. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Niggas yeah. in a nice shirt, pants, slacks. Um, niggas said Niggas said regular shit. She said pants. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, it was never that bad. <laughs> Always had some pants to wear, my nigga. Shit. I'm just saying, look where you at now in hey, the working world. I'm trying, man. You know, hey, still a lot to do. We got a lot more uh, millions to make and. Oh yeah, TV shows to get. They will get made. Ain't one percent of the way I want to be yet. Where you? Uh, I think this one is uh, all you. Man, I just, must say. Just let me know if you want me to play the whole thing, or you wanna, you know. What does it say? I'd be so sick of you niggas. You know what I'm saying? I am tired of stories and hearing things like this. Basically, what I'm referring to is Lotto, Big Lotto, um, rapper, did an interview with... um, Breakfast Club? I think it was Breakfast Club. Oh, no, 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 not hers. I'm thinking about Kodak. Oh, you think about Kodak? Yeah, I don't know. I actually don't know who um, Lotto's was with, but anyway... Basically, in this um, interview, she basically was saying how hard it has been to get her new album cleared due to men. Um, I guess she is dealing with an artist on one of her songs. And Okay, look, we can't say men. Man, not men. Go on ahead. Yeah, so dealing with these men... Um, <laughs> Because it's been multiple. It's definitely not just been one. But basically what she's saying is she got to go jump through hoops to get a song cleared, to get a song on her album, to get a verse, to to get business and professionalism done Mm -hmm. within the music industry with men. She has to jump through hoops. She has to jump through hoops. And it's super unfortunate. Um, 
Niggas are gross. And <laughs> not all men. Not all men, Mir. Not all men. So I will like, say she's that. talking about one nigga in this clip. I don't think she's just talking about one specific nigga. That was. That's what she said. She said it's one. It's a guy who she trying to get a song cleared from that was trying to sleep with her. Okay. Well, she <laughs> is talking about one nigga in this case. But I just, There are other people that deal with it, though. Yeah, there are. And I just don't think this is her first time dealing with it is what I'm saying. But I guess for the sake of this, yeah, she is talking about one specific person. And lo and behold, Kodak Black <laughs> did an interview um, with the Breakfast Club, do you mind pulling that up for me? Uh, where I don't know who asked the question or how they got on the topic. I, I could play it whenever you're ready. Okay, but here is the clip. Oh, yes, hold on. There we go. Yeah, but you can't expect them girls to give you some just because you're doing music with them, Kodak. Yes, so why you expect <laughs> so, so why you expecting niggas to do music with me? Just like you do because music with other people, with other artists. Women are artists too. You have a female artist, right, signed to you? Is it Mellow Rock signed to you? BBS BBS and signed to me. Okay. All right. And so wouldn't you want other men to work with her and be okay with that? Yeah, it depends on like how y'all vibing and shit. But I, you gotta be careful. You, yeah, my you gotta be careful. Artists, look, my female artists are just how it is, right? Because mm-hmm. I know niggas and shit like that. I gotta bust. Like, they ain't gonna be my girlfriend, but it's like, I'm gonna I'm I'm, 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 I'm bust them. You no, man. No. You gotta keep so, it that's not, that, that's not wow. good business, Kodak, like, at all. You gonna keep business, but girls, it's like, you gotta have a man. So it'd be like, okay, my female artist was like, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be funny shit, pan feel shit, pan feel stuff. How your appearance, you look good, the music, all that shit. But it's like, when I say, hey, you need to come to the studio, hey, we got a video, hey, you got talk set up, hey, you got pop up bar set up, ain't no questions asked. You know what I'm saying? We just go. You know what I'm saying? Cause whoever busting you, gonna be like, man, babe, nah, tell that nigga we busy, babe. What the <laughs> fuck is this nigga like saying, so bro? <laughs> Elvis, no, man. That's like selling crack when you write nah. that, Kodak. No, you selling this nobody. I know, a nigga, look, I know I ain't I know a nigga. I know somebody whose situation like that. I Elvis, know a nigga. He like, you know what I'm saying, he would have went like he would have went, I'm saying, funny funny and his girl like whole career doing stuff like that, believing her when nobody believed in her, right? She got with this other dude. I think we get the gist. That's enough. <laughs> How disgusting. How disgusting. How would men feel? Every time you tried to get a feature from another nigga, he came at you like, yeah, bro, but uh, what's up with them cheeks? Or whatever nigga say. I, I got to bust them. It would be an uproar. It would be an uproar. It would be talked about so much more. I got to bust them. But this is it's normal for women, and I think that's what. <clears throat> so you, you being one of the... <laughs> Don't put me in that category. <laughs> I was just saying, you being a man, uh-huh. how do you feel about what Lotto's saying? How do you feel about what Kodak said? Uh, I mean, well, Kodak is out of his mind. That's one. I don't know what the fuck Kodak is talking Honestly, only about 50% of that was audible, too. I, I couldn't even understand half of that. I fuck with Kodak music, too. Uh, Kodak is just... Kodak is trouble, man. Kodak got some, you know, Kodak needs some guidance. (laughs) 
Kodak needs some Kodak guidance. needs some guidance to say the least, but. Got it. It is, uh, yeah, because that's just, I mean, that's out of pocket. It's it out is. of pocket. But um, I think we've I think we've known things like this go on, mm-hmm. like in movies, like people trying to get roles or, you know, in the music industry. That's why they say it's so evil, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, <clears throat> entertainment business. Um, but, well, yeah, when you hear it verbalized, it's like, wow, that's yeah. really, that's kind of, yeah, that's pretty despicable. Yeah. But, um. I think, though, when that, those type of things come out, like, you just, I mean, I think your power uh, in an artist is, you know, once you brought it to the light, but also it's uh, one, not one, but two, you you know who you don't need to work with. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, I think, yeah, that, that's it. I mean, it's tough because, like you said, you know, he is talented. You know, I'm sure she probably did want him on a song, but I wouldn't. If that happened to me, I wouldn't want him on his own with me after that. Mm-hmm. I mean, so. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it is what it is. Yeah. Shout out to Lotto, man. Shout out to Lotto. <laughs> shout, shout out to Big Lotto. Shout out to Lotto, man. You know. So, hopefully, mm-hmm. hopefully, uh, hopefully Big Kodak come out and apologize for that one. Hopefully he gets some medication. Yo, all right, this is our last one. This is an interesting one, too, because I really want to see what you have to say about this, you being a media personality. It's our last story. But um, Jorge Masvidal and Kobe Covington allegedly have a physical altercation at a Miami restaurant. Now, we watched them fight. That's the fight we watched over at uh, Donnell's house. Got it. The last one? The last one? one? Okay. So that was the main event. Now... Obviously, after the fight, they were still talking shit to each other. I don't know if you remember that. But they were still kind of talking shit to each other. And uh, the the white guy, Kobe Covington, um, I guess he was saying some unsavory things about uh, <laughs> about Jorge Masvidal, the Cuban mm-hmm. guy. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I guess they was like, yo, it's like, it's on sight. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's what the Cuban dude basically said. He's like, yo, fuck this fight. When I see you, it's fucking on and popping, my nigga. Real shit. Okay. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. Apparently, they were at a steakhouse. <laughs> well, Kobe was at a steakhouse, and the Cuban dude seen him, Jorge Maso down. And he said, "Oh, I said it was on site, so it was really on site." <laughs> and he went, and like as my man was biting into his savory steak, he got punched right in his mouth. I lost a tooth. <laughs> no, he did not. <laughs> Yo, this is what happened. So I'm asking you this because this, this is a real question I have for you. Because a lot of people say, well, Kobe Covington, and they obviously had history, but he's a guy, he does stuff for publicity, right? Mm-hmm. So he does stuff like, I got to sell the fight. I'm doing it kind of for clout. Like I'm playing a character almost. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To create this personality, this energy around me. But it's not really personal, but I'm just doing this so we could sell, you know, we could sell tickets to the fight, da 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 da, et cetera, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's a classic case of shit you say on the internet or even if you think you funny or playing, like, can get you fucked up. Oh, yeah. A thousand percent. So I wanted to ask you just as a personality, like, what do you think? Like, because, you know, we say stuff on here and I think we keep it very respectful. But um, 
What do you think the conduct is with that? Like, because I feel like me personally, I'm not. I wouldn't say anything on here. I wouldn't say to somebody's face. Like, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Same. Whether it's a woman or a man. Like, if I'm not going to be like, yo, fuck that nigga, yeah, bitch ass nigga, in person, like, I would never say no shit like that on here. You know what I'm saying? I could have my points and get it across, like, respect. You know, even like with the Kodak thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like, because if I seen him, because I'd be thinking about it like this. If I seen this man walking randomly, I'm talking about, like, I'm walking to Chick fil A down the street. Mm-hmm. Would I say this to this man? Mm hmm. No, if if the answer is no, then I wouldn't say it on here. Now, if it is, it's on my website. Then yeah, absolutely, I'm gonna you know I'm gonna say it. But I think it's a lot of people like you know you get behind the board or the, the Twitter fingers. You know, fuck that bitch ass nigga. Yo, da, 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 da. And you'd be like, oh damn, it's a real person. I forgot. <laughs> oh, <it's laughs> and then you see that person, and it's like, yo man, what's up with that shit you was talking, bro? You ain't even hear my side of the story, bitch ass nigga. Da, 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 you know. So I just want to know, what's your, what's your take on stuff like that? I mean, for the most part, I agree with you. I think I'm a little conflicted because at an earlier podcast, I did refer to baby as a bitch, <laughs> and I stand by it, um, so that might ruin our chances at an interview in the future, and, you know, whatever, whatever that may bring. Um, so, but that's, that's really how I felt. Um, so, I, I mean, I agree with you. I just agree with one standing, make sure... You stand by what you say. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you know what I mean? And I, I felt the same way. Like, <clears throat> even when, you know, when I was supposed to do that other show and they brought up something um, that I said on another one of our podcasts and I was just like, had to explain myself a little bit, but it's like, I said yeah. it. Like, I, I stand by it. Like, there's nothing, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, you just gotta be prepared to come i mean to accept whatever comes with that whether what you're saying is like controversial i mean you know Mm -hmm. have some that comes with it or if you keeping it neutral and keeping the peace all the time because that's just who you are as a person like either way like everything has consequences good bad and neutral that's a fact so yeah i feel you bro yeah it's the same thing man it's the same thing uh yeah i just feel like yeah people just gotta watch how they I think it's so easy too, because I think you forget that these is like real people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and it's like, it's like I said, it's like nigga, you didn't hear my side of the story. You just jumped on on, on me, and you know all of this da 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 da. Or something like this, where it's like, all right, nigga, you was talking a little bit too much. Yeah. Nigga, like, you didn't cross the line. That was really really on site. So yeah, I think it's so easy with like social media and things like that to be yeah, like you said, to dehumanize people. But thousand percent, you gotta watch it. You definitely got to watch it. So anyway, it was great talking to you today, buddy. Great talking to you too, Mayor. I'm actually going to Columbia next week. I I mean, I didn't ask, but um, I just wanted good to. for you. Hey, y'all, I told y'all in an earlier podcast, I'm catching up to Imani with these stamps on his passport. That's a motherfucking fact. I told him to talk to me when he takes a flight over 10 hours. Why your flight got to be 10 hours for it to count? Because, man, it just it ain't got to be that to count with nobody else but you. The one to Columbia, like, nine. Man, I don't care. Is it 10? Yes or no, is it 10? Ask yourself, is it 10? That's don't your, count. That's your problem, bro. He's, go, he's basically going to Miami. That's your problem, bro. <laughs> no, I hope you have a splendiferous time. Um... You know, be smart. Remember yeah. what happened to you the first time you went to the DR and you had that curry goat. Be smart. Make wise wow. decisions. 
You know the food gonna be fire too. <laughs> have you ever had Colombian food? I don't think so. I've had Cuban. I've had Brazilian. I've had a lot of food. I don't Definitely, think I've had Colombian. That, yeah, I had Dominican food, Haitian food. Um, yeah, well, so I'll, I'll be able to tell you when I get back. I hope you enjoy it. You're also going with our father. Happy birthday, Dad. Who likes to do hood rat things with his friends? Hood rat things. So keep an eye on. Him. Keep an eye on. Him. I got him. I got his back. Okay. So move forward in peace, love, and unity. Even with these Ray-Ban shades on, a hater can't dim my light. We're going to shine bright like a diamond. And we hot as cayenne. And we're going to be flying. That's all I got. Okay. Um, (laughs) I will leave y'all with this man sometimes things get recorded sometimes they don't sometimes your glasses have prescription sometimes they don't have a good night peace peace